Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. to Slam Fire Radio episode 488 for January 5th, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Adriel. I'm another host, Kyle. And I'm another host, Mo. We're coming to you live uh, also with the uh, juniors. So uh, El Jefe will be providing some updates on that as we go. The ticker <laughs> on the bottom there. Yep. <laughs> how long have they how long did they, how long has the game been on? Like two minutes? Uh One no, minute? they're they started at fourth. 30 Alberta time. Okay. okay. So half an hour. Half an hour. There, I think there's only like seven minutes left in the first. I was just wondering if that first goal came in like a couple of minutes, but uh, just in the first. No. Okay. Yeah. No, in the first yeah. 10 minutes, there was only in total like three shots on goal hmm. between the two teams. All right. So for you hockey enthusiasts, we'll, uh, we'll provide updates on that as, uh, as we go along here. But, uh, why don't we get into what we did with guns? Uh, Mo, did you want to start us off? Sure can. Uh, so uh, during the holidays, I had gone back to visit family, and I um, I went with my I met with my friend Darren, and he brought out his son Ben, and we went uh, to do some skeet shooting at uh, Galt Sportsman Club. Uh, it turned out to be a pretty nice day. This was just what the day or two days after the the big storm that we had here, like in Quebec and Ontario. And uh, it was a, yeah, it was a, it was a fun morning, uh, just a couple of rounds. And then some, some older gentlemen came and joined us and they were like doing, they didn't want to actually shoot rounds. They wanted to do like practice sessions from each station. And so I had to get going anyway. So that was the end of that. Um, I registered for uh Nipsic match at the RA Center, in which is uh, the r- indoor range that's in the Ottawa area. It's actually in a community center. And uh, I went to go. So this was uh, on Boxing Day. And uh, it was at 8 o'clock at night. I went to go register. I, a few seconds before I refreshed the page, and I was because they, they fill up pretty fast, those matches. And I go to register. Everything's good. And it says, my membership has expired. So what happens is I'm actually in, I'm a member of Ipsa Quebec and Ontario, uh, I guess gets me access once I let them know that I've been like, I've renewed with, with Quebec. And I guess it was the timing. It was going at the matches in the new year now this weekend, but, uh, I was registering before that. So I thought everything's fine anyways. So by the time I emailed the coordinator, uh, he did respond pretty quick, but by the time I got my answer back, uh, the match had filled up. So mm. I had to, because, because it gets registered through their website. It's Ontario does through the, the actual Ipsic Ontario website. It's not practice score. Oh, okay. Um, like, like most other places like Quebec is, and I'm sure in Alberta that you guys do that too. Um, so yeah, by the time I, I got on the waiting list for a bunch of squads and as of right now, I don't have a spot. So unless somebody pulled the pulls out, uh, 
you know, tomorrow or Saturday morning. I have it set that, you know, even last minute I can, I can go. And, um, I already requested my ATT as well. So that part's all done. So as long as I get a spot, I'm going to, I'm going to go shoot the match. Um, so that'll, that'll be hopefully the first one of the year. I, uh, I've been, um, I've been just doing some light dry firing. I haven't done too much since, since the holidays have been going on. Um, but I started to, uh, research a new shooting sport. Not, it's not a new shooting sport. It's going to be a new sh sport for me, uh, which I going to talk about more when we get to our main topic. So, um, cool. That's a little sneak peek lead in <laughs> to the main topic. <laughs> And I uh, guess that's it for me. How about you, Cal? Uh, it was a pretty quiet break. We did go out to the range, and uh, we hung out on Christmas Day and a few times since, just like normal, spending time with the, the range family. And yeah, so yeah, didn't get out shooting, just nice and quiet. Um, only shooting was around the house with the Nerf guns. Gage got his... Uh, his minigun for Christmas, so belt-fed nice. minigun. So he officially owns a belt-fed before me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's pretty much the extent of, of my shooting. Uh, I'm not looking at buying anything right now, so I didn't take advantage of any deals. Still waiting on my Form 6 to come back. And yeah, that's about it for me. How about you, Adriel? Well, I did more than you guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Always. Uh, <laughs> um, so Marstar had a, a pretty good deal on Boxing Day on Carcanos. Uh, they're on sale for $250. They're still on sale for $250. I bought a, a few. Um, buy low, sell high. This is like, this is an investment. That's what I'm going to tell my wife when, when they come in, right? <laughs> how, many, how, many, <laughs> how many crates did you buy, Adriel? Uh, I don't know. The shipping was quite expensive, so uh, a lot of uh, a lot of rifles. Yeah, but I think the price on them will go up. So investment, investment advice from Slamfire Radio. Uh, uh, my Glock forty eight flashlight uh, came in, so I popped that on. That was that uh, Streamlight TLR six. It's like made for it. Clamps onto the uh, trigger guard. Really nice. Did a review video on it. And then the other thing that came in was uh, the Smith & Wesson Model 41 mags. They're a 22 lr mag. And oh. here's the Olympia mag. The Olympia mag has this plastic base. It only takes eight rounds. I think that must be like an Olympic thing because there's like Olympic rapid fires, probably eight rounds. Um, mm. But why? So this is 10. And uh, you add yourself a, a little groove on the edge there. And uh, you can run it in your gun. So it's not quite a flush fit on the bottom there. I might put like a, a pad or something like there. I don't care that it's open on the front here because it doesn't drop free. So you do need to like strip it out. So having the slot at the front is kind of nice, kind of like the, the Glock little bit where you can grab at the magazine there. So, <laughs> but I, I tested them out. They ran hundred percent. So. So what you're saying is you're making the uh, Olympia viable option for multi-gun and Ipsic. No, <laughs> no, no drop free. And, uh, they're quite like, they're really hard to put in there. So I, w I would still rather use my less reliable, uh, GSG, uh, just because GSG will, it, it is made to go faster. It's got fat, go fast parts on it. Right. Yeah. Could you imagine trying to get the safety on this thing on like in a three gun match? Like it's 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that looks fun. Yeah, not under pressure. Not under time pressure. Uh, did some reloading. Uh, listener uh, uh, Thomas and I did some reloading with uh, nine mil, and my Dylan Square deal cracked. The uh, the base cracked on it. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. There's a spot where like a leg goes down to the plate, and right at the edge there, it developed a stress crack. And uh, like as we're reloading, I'm like, man, that press is moving a lot. Like it shouldn't be moving that much. And I look. Oh, there's a crack. It's like oh, crashing shoot. open That's... there. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I haven't, uh, I haven't let Dylan know yet, but I'll probably call him up and send him a photo, and that'll be that. And I'll just send me a new one. Um, in the meantime, I just put a C clamp on it. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. You don't need all that extra foot on it, right? You can just clamp like a little bit earlier on, and it and it runs just fine. So okay, whatever. Um, hit the range. Tried out that Glock forty eight with that uh, that light on it. Um, works really well. Tried the Olympia 10-round mags. Those worked really, really well. Tried some red rifles. They all ran fine. It's a good time. Uh, and then I um, we had reloaded a bunch of 9 mil with those uh, Ginex, Ginex, I don't know, those Croatian yeah. or whatever primers. And mm. they were fine. So yeah. I found that they were a little bit tight to seat. Like to get them fully seated, they're a little bit tight. So you need to give a little extra, extra pressure. But uh, they went bang in every gun I tried them in. Okay, so you had none Perfect. not fire then? Nope, they all work okay. fine. Yeah. Good. So uh, if you're on the fence about buying those, uh, I wouldn't be. They're just fine. And uh, I think um, SFRC had had some for a hundred bucks a thousand. Yeah. I think they're all gone now. Yeah. But if you see them again, and you should see them again, um, pick them up because I think they're fine. There's really not too many other options out there. Definitely not for a hundred dollars. No. Yeah, not no. from what I've been hearing. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, the only really reasonable price primers. I mean, if you're not careful with your reloading components, you can very easily exceed the cost of factory ammo, <laughs> or get so close to it that, like, really, you're it's not worth it. Oh, completely not worth it. No. So, yeah, uh, yeah really got to be got to be careful. Uh, I still have to do my short park test for the uh, SPFGA. The uh, <laughs> Range test. I'll get to it. Maybe tonight. I talked to one of my neighbors about uh, that he took it. So I was just going to go sit with him and kind of do it together. Uh, and then uh, a couple of days ago, I was on the Schmidt House podcast uh, just to talk about uh, Canadian gun control. So it's a podcast out of Saskatchewan. And uh, basically, I just ranted and raved for like 30 minutes. Nice. <laughs> <Both good> stuff. <laughs> you were but, moonlighting uh, on another podcast? Just just on the side, just on the side, Mo. <laughs> You're my main squeeze. <laughs> yeah, and, and a different area code too, so doesn't yeah. count. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And then I, uh, over the Christmas break, I, I, I did a couple of articles and videos. So I did a year-end recap article, um, just with like some, I don't know, some interesting stats about, you know many people look at my stuff and whatnot uh i did an article on the soviet ij12 that 12 gauge shotgun that i have that's an over under and on the gersan mc312 and uh put out a video on the streamlight tlr6 the bical ij12 and the gersan mc312 i was actually supposed to have that out today but i had to tell my editor that he missed a couple of edits so he's uh Ooh. fixing those and uh going to be re-uploading uh, later today so 
that's uh that's what I was up to over the break. Nice. Zip on here. Oh, the other view is probably better, isn't it? Yep. Upcoming events. It's cold. There's no upcoming events. There's some gun shows here and there, but that's about it. Uh, in the news, um, I don't know if this is news. I thought it was interesting. I don't know if you guys saw the video, but uh, don't shoot your microwave filled with tannerite. Did you guys see this one? No. Well, we're going to watch it say- together then. Okay. Uh, let's see. Present. I thought that went along with, um, you know, don't shoot your fridge with tannerite or. Or your pickup truck. Or your pickup truck. truck. Yeah, Yeah, that's a risky one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Come on. Come on, Reddit. You can do it. There we go. Oh, this is the show. (laughs) Whoa. So the microwave's over there. The full video has him like dicking around, missing, 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 just like trying to monopod this off this truck here. But uh, that's the that's the microwave. I don't know some part of the microwave heading towards this guy, and it hits him too. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, wow. it's got the trajectory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Very good. Anyways, uh, don't shoot your microwave filled with tannerite or, or lawnmower. Turn the door the other way around. Yeah. That might have been the back of the microwave coming at him. <laughs> uh, true. <Yeah. laughs> Very sound advice. Just gen- like if you're going to blow up some tannerite, uh, don't make it so that there's so much shrapnel that's going to come out when you shoot the tannerite. Yeah. Like the, don't the other don't one, enclose the it in something. It's Put something stuff sealed. behind and around and on top, but don't enclose it. <laughs> I'm sure you guys saw the, the one where the guy uh, shot a lawnmower full of uh, tannerite. Oh, and then the, yeah, the blade pretty near cut his head off. Yeah. Yeah. Leg and, uh, yeah. And blood was like, <laughs> yeah. Anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't, don't enclose your tannerite and shoot it or put enclose it in like something soft. So when it hits you, it's like, oh, well, that's okay. Not a lawnmower blade. Yeah, it's a gentle massage instead of just yeah. smack upside <laughs> the head. Ping pong balls. <laughs> Around it in ping pong balls. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so this, this news came out today. The feds are eyeing a variety of options for planned firearm buyback program. Uh, this is Mendicino, uh, saying this, um, how come they didn't figure this out three years ago? Cause this ban uh, happened. They just, they just uh, say this stuff to keep it in the news, right? They just, they just say it to keep it in the news. They have no plans for, they have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> they have to say something, so that's just the same. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're working on it. We're working on it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, put your political strategist hat on. Why are they taking so long? Is it because the only option is going to be a bad option that they have to pay like gajillions of dollars for this stuff and it's going to look bad? Yeah. That has. Well, to yeah, be it's saving for an electri- election, and also it gives them something that they can go back on. Hey, we're still in the process of doing this. It gives them something to keep. Yeah. Dragging out, beating that dead horse, and. Hmm. But it, it's starting to it's starting to look bad. Like just the fact, like oh yeah, we're looking at a variety of options to carry this out, including enlisting outside help. It's like what the hell? Is that? <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? Like mercenaries? Like what are they? Gonna, well, they tried to get IBM in there to do it. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah, IBM helped them. They they helped yeah. them do some of the initial strategy. But like uh, potential third parties. That's yeah. That's really interesting. So uh, they don't have a plan. That's, no. that's it. I'm gonna just uh, stop your uh, ticker tape for yeah, just a second to show Richard's uh, uh, comment here. He's saying FOC has Fioki small pistol primers, uh, one ninety for fifteen hundred. 
All right. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah. For these days, it's not bad. Yeah. (laughs) For these days, (laughs) the dark days of expensive primers. Dark days of primers. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, well, this is coming up pretty soon here. The CCFR Legal Challenge uh, will be April 11th to 20th. That's CCFR versus Canada. Uh, it's going to be held in Ottawa. If you want to help out with that, send an EMT to finance at firearmrights.ca. And, uh, you know, help fund that thing so that they can beat them. Wouldn't it be cool if they won? Yeah, that would be cool. really I cool. Mean, they, oh, what happened they, the sh- they should ARs win. They they logically should win hmm. yeah very interesting very interesting if that uh, if that happens let's get on to new gun stuff this is brought to you by bullseye north uh need a new boomstick bullseye north is canada's shooting superstore and a proud supporter of the ccfr the wide selection of guns and top trending gear for any shooter they've got free shipping over 200 dollars. some exclusions apply like ammo uh, subscribe to their newsletter to get the first access to their hottest deals. They don't have a sale on this right now, but I just want to point it out because uh, some people are asking me and uh, they didn't know. Um, Bullseye has like all the M Carbo stuff. So if you're looking for an inexpensive trigger upgrade or any of their stuff that M, uh, M Carbo sells, Bullseye North has it. And uh, they have a, a really wide selection. Their like trigger spring kit that you can get for the Savage Axis, mwah, beautiful. Makes that Axis one trigger like so good to the point where you don't even care that it's not a Savage Axis two. Nice, maybe even better, even better because it's a single stage. There's no like, there's no lever in the way. It's just oh, a yeah. two a two pound death trigger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's get into uh, some other new gun stuff. Uh, I got a whole bunch of weird stuff here, so let's go and share my screen. Uh, window that one. Uh, this is a pre-order and it looks real interesting. The Tamga arms. Okay. So it's a Turkish shotgun of some kind. Yeah. It's a folding pump shotgun and it's really short. Yeah. Look at this thing. Barrel length, 10 inches. Uh, it's a 12 gauge fiber optic sights. It's got a rail on it. It's got a folding stock and a folding barrel tube assembly thing. Wild, non non restricted. Yeah, look at this crazy little thing. Non restricted, amazing. Uh, I'm gonna get one. <laughs> I don't. I haven't pre ordered it, but uh, I need to get my hands on one of those. Uh, the next one, if you've been looking at the uh, gun news over the Christmas break, you might have seen this one. <laughs> oh yeah, I did uh, see that one. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. I don't know if you call it like amazing or like an abomination or uh, something in between, but it's the, uh, between. Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting idea for sure. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, POF USA. I haven't heard of these guys before this outfit, but they're making a, a lever action nine millimeter carbine that uses a 20 round or 10 round magazine. Wait a minute. You haven't heard of POF? Mm, no. What are the, what else do they make? Plenty well, of fish they were and- around a lot with the ARs. Like they made a nice uh, gas piston driven AR. Not nope. like, well, they still made them. them. But, hmm. I'm so old that uh, I didn't date with plenty of fish, so I don't. I don't recognize that. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, we dated in bars. No. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is interesting for Canadians because if C21 and G4 amendment go through and we lose the court battle. Uh, what are we going to use for three again? This this is an option, you know. 
lever yeah. action, 20 round mag rifle. Okay. Yeah. It's an option. Uh, you would want to shoot long range with it, but uh, for close in, I guess that's about as good as it's going to get. 20 round mags. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You would beat the pants off the guys who are running the sat, the um, Ruger Americans and the Mossberg uh, with the air mags and even the. Uh, this would even be faster than the uh, BCL, the Bison, right? Because that's a bolt action. This guy, this guy should be quicker. Wouldn't want to shoot it from prone. Anywho, that's yeah. uh, that's coming up. Oh my god, it's two grand. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Okay, my my interest is gone. Yeah, all of a sudden <laughs> it's less interesting. <laughs> See, I'd be more interested if it was like two, two, three. Then I'd be really interested in that. Yes, but good luck making a a lever action mag fed 223 with a mag that's not an AR mag. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mike's saying uh, if it came in a 10 mil, they'd be onto something. The popularity of 10 mils coming up for sure. Yeah. Yep. And uh, hunting rifle. Uh, the black rifle rootin' tootin' shooting cowboy gun there. <laughs> Mike is saying hot take. I'm tired of the excess amount of gimmicky Turkish shotguns in the Canadian market. I am not tired yet. <laughs> <laughs> especially, especially when they look like that. That's uh, like, there's, there's definitely some cheapness on this thing. Like, I don't know if I really like that rail or like the pump kind of looks like, and the grip kind of looks value priced uh i wish that was able to fold more the grip yeah yeah like and the back with it folding on an angle because it hits that grip if it folded Mm -hmm. like almost parallel to the parallel yeah and and nicely collapsed together right Yeah. yeah yeah that'd be cool all right next one up uh this is kind of exciting so uh north silva is bringing in the norinco m334 Bolt action rifle. It's a 308 Winchester 22 Woodstock. It's a uh, it's a Mauser. It's, it's oh well, a... banned. No. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe uh, the uh, people I've talked to have said that this is likely a copy of the Yugo M48. So like that that style of Mauser, um, but at a lower price. Oh man, this is the, those those Yugos were coming in for like four or five hundred bucks when they first came in. That's again years gone by, but uh, these are coming in pretty quick. These should be stocking uh, by next week. So if you're if you've been looking for a Mauser but you don't like like to shoot like weird ammo, uh, three hundred eight is uh, is pretty inexpensive, and they're going to have them. Boy, that's cool. uh, roughly inlitted. But what what would you expect from a from a Narinko really? Mm-hmm. It's cheap. Yeah. Uh, TNA is bringing in non-restricted PS nineties. Uh, so they're going to be bringing those in. Uh, oh, this is an old news. I don't know why I pulled this up just cause it's exciting. I guess I must have <laughs> talked about that one already before. Uh, next one. Uh, this is another one that Marstar had. It looked really weird. So that's why I wanted to pull it up. It's the Petersoli black widow. It's 22 LR. It's folding. It kind of looks like the IS, like that foreign looks real ISSC. And in fact, mm. here, just one second here. Like that angle. What do you guys think? 
Yeah, that's the angle and the rail and everything. Yeah, it looks well, they just put the rail on the like. bottom. Well, there's a version of this that comes with the rail on the bottom. Uh, so, well, and they have a rail. There's a there's a section right there for the rail that goes on top. So they do have oh, a yeah. version that puts the rail on top. Uh, Interesting. I, I wouldn't. So they're four hundred fifty bucks for like a, a single shot twenty two. Like it's it's not interesting for me for those reasons. But uh, some guys really like these collapsible twenty twos, like your uh, Kiapas and and that kind of thing. The uh, mm-hmm. what's the little bear, little beaver, little badger, little badger, little badger. Knew it was a name there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, more more options on the uh, on the market. Uh, speaking of more options on the market, another one that, uh, North Silva announced over the holidays here, they're bringing in Chinese AR 120 round drum mags, uh, in two, two, three pinned of hmm. course to five, because who wants to have fun stuff? But, uh, if you want to, if you want to look the part, at least you can, you can look the part and have that magazine. Big boy. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Nice. Next one. I saw this one today. This is a uh, ATO design. And I believe they answered. They said it was, it was a nylon, but it's a, it's a Magwell add on for your spec 180 or your WK 180 that turns it into an, uh, a closer to an AR spec Magwell, AKA not mm. like the tiny slant one. Uh, so if you're looking for more magazine support or a better Magwell in general, uh, they've got those. They're cheap. They're like 40, 43 bucks. I think they're 3D printed. They're saying they were made yeah. out of nylon, which I believe you can 3D print. Yeah. Uh, but they look good. They they look much better on the rifle. Yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. They didn't go and flare it more like the TNA one. I think, I think it is flared. It's just not like hugely fit flared unless okay. they've got like some other images here. No, it's not hugely flared. More options. A little bit more support. Yeah. Uh, Oh, this is some other stuff here now. And then did someone else add this one? Yes, I did. Okay, Uh, go ahead. uh, This one actually got sent to me asking my thoughts. And it looks like uh, True North Arms is going to be bringing in a looks to be M2 clone. They're 830. They're selling 830 bucks. They got a limited amount of them in stock and reading through most of Benelli parts fit in them. Really interested in this. Cause if you look at it, besides the butt stock and not having the comfort box stock, it's, it's an M2. Yeah. That forehand looks very M2. Yeah. And it's been cut out a bit more, but uh, I'm not necessarily a huge fan with how they cut out the load port, but I mean, you could still adjust it and kind of taper off the uh the finish on it they have another picture there drill showing the bottom of the gun okay uh, extended bolt yeah. bolt release extended light, charging handle lightning. lightened bolt uh-huh. and uh i believe that's a mm-hmm. dlc or not dlc uh coated a diamond uh, coated. Still, got, still got forks yeah. on the on the lifter yeah that, that's if you push your hand through like, i mean i'd run that apparently that is also an auto loading lifter what really sorry no i i read that wrong it was two-piece shell catch no it's two-piece lifter two-piece shell yeah that's 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 the one that lets you like press on the back of the uh release to drop the shells out the back yeah 
But like I would at the front of that uh, magwell, I'd taper that a little bit more so you had a more gradual ramp at the end of it. Mm-hmm. But other than that, yeah, like it, it looks, it looks really good, and yeah, like it looks like it's an M2. It's a budget Price M2. Good. Yeah, Price good. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder which Turk manufacturers is those are coming from. Yeah. Hmm. Because you're saying like the the MC312 has quite a bit of compatibility with the uh, M2 as well, right? A little bit, but usually when people say like like you know you have the M4 clones or they're like oh this was built off an M2, it doesn't look anything like an M2. Mm-hmm. This looks like an M2. Like if you didn't know, you would think it was an M2. Yeah, definitely with the uh, with that forend and oh it comes with oh it comes yeah. with the extended chokes oh extended chokes mm. yeah. Well, that is interesting. That is very interesting. Hmm. And the way they said it was that they they worked on it, and basically you're paying for the mods and getting a shotgun. Okay. They should. Which at that it. price, you're pretty darn close. So you're paying for the mods, and yeah, it, it's just really interesting. Tube. They should have an extended tube on there, and yeah. round it. How out. much do you want to bet that takes the standard Benelli thread though? But it'd be it's hard dangerous. to do. It's hard to sell a shotgun in Canada with the extended tube. I know some do, but even then, like the uh, Versamaxes that had the extended tube, they still weren't optimized for within that legal limit because manufacturers just aren't wanting to push mm-hmm. that that limit on the technicality of that. Yeah, that yeah, uh, five point nine of three inch or three and a half inch. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah, that is very neat. All right, why don't we get into the main topic? And for our main topic this week, we're talking about uh, what's your 2023 going to look like? So what do you have planned? Uh, and listeners who are uh, who are on live, um, just let us know what your, your plans are. Uh, if you're listening to us on the podcast, you can say it aloud. Um, we won't hear, hear you, but uh, <laughs> you'll be with us in spirit. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, what, what's what's your 2023 going to look like? Uh, what do you have planned? What kind of matches are you going to go to? Uh, what kind of guns are you looking at buying? Training plans, that kind of thing. Um, Kyle, did you want to kind of start us off? Sure. My uh, it's, it's a little harder for me to plan this upcoming year just because with a new job and everything's going to see how everything balances out. But uh, I will be doing Superstition Mountain in March. I'm already registered for that. And uh, so that'll be happening. I would like to do USPSA Multigun Nationals, which is at beginning of July. And yeah, try and find what matches I can find. I know last time because Chuck and Worlds is this year. So that's on my list. And that's actually going to be a lot of deciding factor is if Canada's sending a team and I'm able to to go on that team, then that's going to take precedence over a lot of anything I plan or try to do down in the States. So, I mean, I'd like to try and find some USPSA matches, but uh, yeah, I was saying with leading up to Worlds last time, the U.S. held a lot of shotgun-only matches. Hmm. So I know okay. there's one Tar Heel, but that's at the beginning of March, so that's a little little soon to get to South Carolina for, for Tar Heel. But, uh, yeah, try and find 
get to know the area too, right? Because this new area does not a lot of majors that happen in the area, but uh, I mean, Texas is right there. There's a Texas three gun championship in April. Who knows? Might be able to make that work, but that requires taking time off work. So yeah, everything's going to hinge on worlds basically. Uh, get to do some hunting and it'll be a completely new range of hunting for me looking forward to trying out getting some odd ad uh probably won't get a deer or elk draw this year so looking at like general off the over the counter tags like odd ad turkey sandhill crane do some hog hunting what's the uh uh what's the out of state uh hunting licenses like down there are they pretty expensive uh depends what you're going for i think odd ad it's something like uh 360 bucks or something like that um if you're going for ibex which i've been doing some reading the ibex is just it's it's a waste of time but there's no limit year round on uh ibex but that's out of a non-resident that's a 1600 dollars tag and really there's only one area in new mexico where they have ibex and of course that's draw (laughs) so the odd dad with the hunting season resetting on the 1st of April, you're allowed one a year, but you're allowed to hunt them year-round, so I could actually get two Audad this year for 2023 if I if I do it right. What's an, what's an Audad? Uh, Barbary sheep. It's a, yeah, it's a species of sheep, basically. Audad, uh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, their horns don't curl as much as, say, like a desert sheep or bighorn, which... They have those down there too, but those I, from what I've been reading, I think they're like once in a lifetime tags. So I probably won't put in for those right away. So I don't actually, I'm probably not going to put in for any draws this year because I won't be down there enough to get entered in at the resident price. So, yep. So, yeah. Um, uh, Other than that, just, yeah, exploring a whole new shooting community and, Buying yeah. guns. <laughs> yeah, be, uh, we went through last show on what I'm looking at buying. So <laughs> we're all jealous. Kid in a candy store. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care about the AKs, but the the ARs, <laughs> the AR10s, like mm, mm. yeah, was well, a nine millimeter AR. You could get a nine yeah. millimeter AR carbine pistol, and it could be awesome and reliable and uh, yeah, better than anything we could get. Yeah, there's there's gonna be a lot of adjustment, and yeah, just the, the whole selection of stuff goodbye. <laughs> Indeed. So, so yeah, it's it's gonna be an interesting year for sure. Obviously, so. plan on doing more training because I'll have more great great weather to do the training because I'll have basically I could train year round there with the weather. Think about what kind of pistol training you can do whatever yeah. you want oh yeah. well, like think about like just being like you know what after work i'm gonna go shoot my pistol at uh at this hill for a little bit i'm gonna put up yeah. a couple of like little targets and like do some somersaults and do whatever the heck you want to <laughs> yeah. and uh oh yeah do a bit of shooting and no one's gonna bother you or <laughs> pistol shooting at a hill that sounds wonderful mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> so so yeah, it, it will be a very interesting year for me. For sure. Awesome. What about you, Mo? 
Uh, I have big plans and hopefully I can get everything in. Like I'm going to keep, I already do two to three IPSC matches a month as it is. So <laughs> thanks to obviously being the area I'm in and on between Ontario and Quebec. Um, so Ontario is going to have four level threes this summer. Now I don't think I'm going to get to, I think I'd, I'd like to do at least one, probably two of those. Uh, Quebec will have one level three for sure, which will be that's the winter one in March. I'll be doing that. Um, then the usual like level two matches. Um, and then I'm like, I think I mentioned on the previous show, like I want to do keep doing skeet. So once a month when I go back to visit, I'm going to, I'm going to go to that range to keep doing this, the skeet shooting. I do enjoy it. And uh, it's fun. Um the one that I'm going to add and hopefully works out time-wise is when uh, when Matt from Wanfat was on with, with Russ last week and talking about the uh, the rimfire shooting and stuff. I have to admit, I didn't really know too much about it. I thought, okay, they're just shooting at targets at distance. It's just plinking. It's not like not that exciting. So then I was checking out the stuff and I saw the the different uh, the stages with the uh, with the props that they use and the way they set up the targets and and it's on a time like you know their time that's kind of ipsic sort of right like in terms of like there's the pressure of you know uh, you know following the stage plan and, and getting your shots off and obviously being accurate at the same time so I like went down <laughs> I went to the, the rabbit hole of like learning about it and stuff so I, I definitely want to try it uh, this summer. And uh, the only issue is I was looking at uh, Stittsville is the closest range to me that does it. Cause I don't believe there's any matches in Quebec at all. I have to try to find out, but I haven't found any. And uh, so, but the next three are all weekends where or Saturdays where I already have an Ipsic match. So it's going to be pretty tricky to, uh, to try to do both on the same day. Uh, Cause I think like the, um, like the open, ORPS matches are pretty much a whole day thing, and and then IPSC depends on if I'm shooting in the morning or afternoon. But I'm gonna try at least to go to one. I just want to check it out, right, and then see how they how it runs and and get a taste for it and stuff. Um, so I've been looking into gear as well. So I'll I'll be unveiling stuff over the next few weeks as as it comes in. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to, like, I guess I didn't know because I didn't know too much about it. It, was, it wasn't in my mind, but then like, as I like looked into it, I'm like, this looks like a lot of fun. So I'm going to give, give it a go and stuff. Well, I'm probably going to be terrible at it. I have like, I've gotten better with a pistol, but I have to say like rifle shooting with the scope, I don't have a lot of experience. So that's something I got to definitely, like, I'm not like you guys. I don't, I haven't spent a lot of time behind a scope, uh, you know, working out, um, drops and holds and and uh all that stuff so but i i, I like the challenge of it of, of getting better at it so um this looks like a good opportunity to do it i mean it's not long it's 20 25 50 100 yards so we're not talking huge distances at least for the the orps stuff but you know as i, I guess as i do more then i'll probably start trying some other longer distances so nice that's it for me. I mean, it's gonna, it's pretty ambitious to try to do all that stuff and fit it into every weekend because I have to have a life outside of shooting. Too, but <laughs> what? So. what do you mean? What's so you, a, what's this life outside of shooting? Oh no, there isn't. Okay. <laughs> you pull the life into the shooting. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I just uh, yeah. got it. Got it. 
Okay, come come out to the range with me. That's just with everyone. Uh, so, so you're looking at Rimfire. Uh, you're looking at ORPS uh, to start with. Yeah, you know, to start. Yeah, afterwards. Yeah, I, yeah, I love it. ORPS is so approachable and uh, and so inexpensive to start. It's yeah. like a very strong contender for like what people should be using or should be doing for like their first shooting competitions and and expensive in a sense, I guess if you're getting a basic setup, it's an expensive, you're getting a more of an open and you start getting into the racy gun stuff, then it gets pricier as I've learned. And then even the ammo, I was, I was intrigued by it because it's like, you got your basic, you know, uh, what is it? 10 cents around kind of a deal. And then you got the, like the better stuff, the, the, the SK Lapua and you start getting into like, it gets closer to nine mil prices, and I'm like, wow, okay, I didn't know 22 was that much, but I guess you're getting yeah. the better stuff. That's yeah, still cheaper than going full pledge PRS, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, like six, six foot five and uh, 308 and all that stuff, then yeah, for sure. And I, I think, yeah, if you, if you put like a, a Ruger 1022 with a 39 scope in Womfat's hands and you give him like, I don't know, okay ammo, uh. CCI standard velocity, he'd probably whoop like your standard or oh yeah out, yeah right. Yeah. So I think it's yeah. like it's it's very much on the shooter. I think if you look at like PRS, uh, uh, especially the, like the long range stuff, the equipment does matter. You need you do need to have good like really squared away equipment. But I think that mm. the uh, equipment just matters a little bit less in in ORPS, which is good. It's more the shooter, right? Yeah, not mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, cool. How about you? Uh, I got a couple things planned. I'm just going to read off some of the listeners here, uh, before I get yeah, to mine. Uh, d- uh, first, uh, Derek was mentioning, Hey, did anyone buy any of the PSA Glock slides from iron guns? Seems like a heck of a deal when they're in stock. Yeah. So if you're looking for, I think they were like a Glock 19 or Glock 17. I saw the Glock 19 slides, but they're the PSA ones and they were two, 300 bucks somewhere in the middle to something okay. us dollars. I was going to add them in mm-hmm. here, but they, uh, they sold out. Um, yes. So watch out for those. Nate says, happy new years. Uh, Derek for his 2023 plan, maple seed, learn skeet, tried once terrible, but want to do more, build a 1022, sell off a bunch of dust collectors to make room in the safe or buy your safe. Yeah. More safes. (laughs) (laughs) I leave the hoarding. Expand, expand. (laughs) Uh, Richard's 23, 23 plans, uh, black badge course. Just next oh, week, nice. so that's coming up quick here. Nice. Hopefully into more action-based shooting. Take another crack at patching at Project Maple Seed and uh, voting the correct way in the upcoming elections to reverse the crap from 2020 <laughs> 2022. It's a fine plan. Yep. yep. Indeed, yep. Uh, for Mike, his 2023 means uh, king of two miles and king of 22 miles. Mm. Uh, RMFA training as well as as many PRS matches as I can get to. And I want to buy nods. Mm. Mm. Night night vision. Yeah. You're gonna go for like the four ones that like come down and like <laughs> look real weird, helmet mounted. Go yeah, those are art, right. Those are expensive. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Any good night vision is expensive, and the good stuff is really expensive. Yeah. Uh okay, now I'll get out to myself. Um maple seeds is primarily where my where my year is gonna be. Uh I've got uh Quite a few of them planned out. Some of them approved with the range. Others I still have to reach out to some ranges for. Uh, for three gun, maybe like a match or two or three or four or five. Uh, somewhere in there. <laughs> two, three, four, five. <laughs> one to five. <laughs> like that. Um, I don't really have any plans plans to take any training. Uh, I've done the Stop the Bleed a couple of times. I've done my Black Badge a long time ago, actually. 
Um, I don't have any Ipsic plans for the next year. There just needs to be like more Ipsic matches around my area for me to uh, want to like commit to to doing that a little bit more often. Um, Is there a I, local monthly match? No, nope, or, or no, not. no, absolutely, absolutely not. not. Okay. If there was, I would probably um, shoot it. Hmm. Yeah, but no, no <laughs> local monthly match. Um, and if I needed to, if I wanted to shoot Ipsic, I'd have to go to uh, most often, I guess that would be Drayton Valley, maybe, or um, Rocky. Those are both like, I don't know, an hour and a half, two hour drives kind of a thing for me. Bonneville oh. puts on a good number of them too. That's two and a half hours. Ooh. They do they do like some some fun like uh, weekend practices. They're actually quite good. Um, and if I can like man- manage to to get a visit in with uh, with some family out there at the same time, I'll I'll, I'll do that. But uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a far drive. Uh, otherwise, uh, this year I'd like to do some different hunting. So I've been hunting. Um, uh, with a, actually with a listener uh, for the past couple of years. So this year we're looking at like what else we can do for, for different hunting or different locations and that kind of thing. I've got a tent trailer so I can, you know, head out to the bush somewhere and kind of set up and, and, and do some hunting for, for a couple of days uh, straight. So I'd like to do that. I'd like to get a different hunting rifle. I've been thinking about the T3X. So I've had this Savage Axis um, for two years, which is very unusual for me. Usually I just have like a hunting rifle for one year and then it's out and I've got something else. Have you hunted uh, outside of Alberta? Uh, that no. gets tough and expensive. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm just wondering. Yeah. No, I haven't. Um, you know, there's there's quite a bit of hunting that's in the province that would be very different. Like if, if I were to go far south, there like it's flatlands and uh, there's oh. antelope and all sorts of like wild stuff, right? Oh. Um, I haven't hunted bear before. Uh, I might go hunting some bear. Um, and then if I go west, there's like some general draw elk that uh, that I could do. So elk, yeah, Mike, Mike's just <laughs> mentioning it here as well. Uh, elk would uh, would be nice yep. as well to get out and uh, and chase around. So just looking at some different options there, but primarily maple seeds. Primarily, I'm going to be looking looking at you know continuing to do lots of maple seeds across the province uh, and uh, making sure that we've got really good coverage there, uh, for in the for summer months, how many maple seeds would you, would you do? Like, uh, we had uh, 20 scheduled last year, uh, but a bunch got canceled for like a variety of reasons. Um, uh, I'll, I'll probably get like 10 to 15, something like that in there. Okay. Yeah. Last year I did a number of them like solo, just myself. Um, and I'll probably do that again, uh, for the, like the really far ones. Um, and, I don't know. Yeah, just want to just want to get get out there and make sure that we've got as many people as possible uh, trained on that kind of thing. Like it, personally, uh, I, th- I think that maple seed is the way we turn people from like casual gun owners to like more enthusiastic, skilled yeah. gun owners. Yeah. And uh, I think the difference there is that um, a, a casual gun owner doesn't really care too much if like their guns get seized, whereas like a more enthusiastic yeah. sports person like does care quite a bit uh, it's, more. it's that extra investment yeah. right it's it's the the joining of the community yeah. and getting out there and yeah it means more to you when you you have these things right so oh for sure yeah yeah it's not just your your dad's or your grandpa's old yeah. shotgun in the closet that you never use it's no that's the shotgun i use to break clays and i like shooting clays yeah. or that's the rim fire that i use to shoot targets with my kids and i i want to keep doing that right so 
anyways, that's that's just my that's personal great. my personal mission and, and why I'm going to be running and focusing on Maple Seed next year. Good. It's fun to see people grow too. Like from the start of the day to the end of the day, it's uh, it's really rewarding to see people grow, yeah. shoot better, miss less, cry less. <laughs> Cry less, but never none. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there has to be some crying, right? Yeah, yeah there's the, you know what's the what's the the sweet without the sour, right? <laughs> I have a couple notes here. Like you were talking about mm-hmm. hunting bear, and we actually did this up uh, Boxing Day, one of the hams for my bear this year, and it was my first time having bear, and wow, I was just absolutely blown away. It was good. Absol- oh, it was amazing. It tasted mm-hmm. just like ham. And you look at it and everything, you wouldn't think so, but we got it cured and holy cow, that was amazing. I got to get that recipe off you. Every time I've, I think I've mentioned this on the show a couple of times, but every time I've eaten bear, it's been like bad, (laughs) probably poorly (laughs) prepared, probably poorly prepared. Well, if you get the, like we did sausage and then the two hams, so the rear hinds, we got cured. Hmm. So did you have, that might have been the difference. You do it. No, I had somebody do it. It was my first bear, so I was like, okay, well, we'll do the first one, see if I like it, and then I'll try it myself. Well, that was another thing we did over Christmas. We made a pile of sausage. Yeah, yeah I can do like sausage. Deer, deer sausage and pork sausage, everything. Yeah, we did a pile of sausage. That's that the only way good. to do it. Yeah. In in the <laughs> dozens of pounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you're not tired from cranking the the extruder, you're not you're not going. You didn't make enough. Yeah, yeah. No, I think um, I, I'm I'm hopeful uh, for this year. I think that uh, uh, the only thing that'll really throw a a, a crook in, in all of this is the well, the G4 amendment will screw over my three gun matches uh, pretty hard. I don't. I'm not going to have a rifle to compete with otherwise. Um, if they OIC the magazine limit, like they've been saying, and they just go five rounds mm. for long guns, that might screw over maple seed as well, because, mm. uh, I don't even know how to modify a 1022 mag to have just five in it. Oh boy. Yeah. <sighs> yeah that's... No, prob- no problem for my Narinko for my NS522, my bolt action. It's already got five mm. round mags. Yeah. But, uh, total pain in the ass for everything else. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's looming, I guess you could say, but who knows like the, for them, like a lot of, I find a lot of the times they announce stuff and by the time it actually takes action, it could be like, what, five years later, three years yeah. ago, they said the ARs are banned. There's the two of them sitting up over here. Yeah. We still have. Yeah. Them. <laughs> yeah. 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 So who knows? A lot of unknowns, a lot of unknowns from that side of things. Yeah. Be cool if we had an election. It would Maybe be. Conservatives won. Yeah. Oh, that would be wonderful. Yeah. That would be neat. Yeah. That was another thing for mine. I was going to get try and take in an apple seed. Ooh. Oh, and then, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, the history yeah. would be really interesting, too. Yeah, right? it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they do it over the two days instead of the single day and. Could you like wear red when you go there, just so that they know what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> you are the red coat. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that, yeah, that would, yeah. <laughs> and then make sure to outshoot them. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, 
Yeah, uh, Richard it, was asking, uh, "Have you done your maple seed, Mo?" Yeah. Uh, last year, no. It was the year before, but uh, this this summer, I'll I'll I will do one. I will do one. I'm not going to do one. No, yeah. you're too you're busy gonna teaching be, them. You're going to be there, yeah. Exactly. yeah. The teaching is actually really good. One of our one of our instructors mentioned it, but uh, he teaches as like a way to reinforce the things for himself because he when he says elbow under the rifle sling tight stop slapping the trigger like all that like yeah. reinforcing with yeah. other people when you get behind the rifle you're like okay elbow under the rifle don't you're hearing like you're hearing you yourself uh, instruct yeah. Yeah. others right that makes sense yeah for sure yeah so. yeah it's uh it's good from that aspect for sure canada two check zero hey we're up by yeah. two it's looking good so far yeah. uh getting into is there anything else to mention about your 2023 any any guns or equipment you guys are looking at picking up? <laughs> AKs and uh, yeah, there's lots. Cool I'm going to be looking cool. at a lever nine millimeter. <laughs> <laughs> Mo, any any gear that you're looking at? Well, uh, the the uh, the rimfire stuff. So I'm gonna mm -hmm. I am I am looking into it. Yes, you I have am. a 22, right? You have a 10.22. Yeah, I have a 10.22. Like I just a basic one, but. Uh, like that's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I'm looking at. Uh, if my rifles don't get banned and that G G4 amendment gets stayed or something, uh, maybe I'll get some Gucci shot shell caddies for mm. three gun. Ooh. But if my rifle, if my rifles get banned, I'm not putting any more money into it. Cause like shot shell yeah. caddies for three gun are so specific. And if you go Gucci on them, they're oh, yeah. uh, expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very expensive, but I might I might pick up something like that. I've got a couple of belts. I got some mag pouches on the way for my kids to. Uh, oh yeah, I had I brought my kid out to the range and he'd like to shoot some more three guns. So I'm setting nice. up his belt like properly. He's he's got a belt right now set up for like 22 LR, but he's getting big enough that it's time to to move on to the nine mil. Um, I don't know. I'm not really interested. In, maybe I'll, I'll review some more shotguns. It's probably going to be my year. Anything else from you guys? Yeah, it's all up oh, in the air for, for me. It. I'm going to do as much as I can, but uh, I can't say what I'm doing exactly. Yeah. yeah. Do as much as I can. It. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe a trip to the U.S. Yeah. Yeah, maybe a trip to the U.S. That'd be neat. All right, let's get on to the listener feedback on Facebook. We've kind of been getting to it. Mike was saying that the ammo is cheaper. Lapua Center X is the best X. Uh, yeah, I but, saw that. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. that stuff's also very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. They're not giving it away. I'll tell you that much. No, no. but it's very good. Uh, I'll take this email from Spencer. So uh, it's kind of directed towards Kyle. Happy 2023, and I hope everyone has a great holiday. Congrats to Kyle on the new job. Sounds like he's no stranger to visiting the U.S., but it'll be a different thing to live here full time, especially in the Southwest. My sister's lived in New Mexico for about 30 years now. So I've been up around Albuquerque a bunch of times. It's a nice state, but it's still blue politically. That is, it's controlled by Democrats. So you'll find that things uh, are more restrictive than other states around them, like Texas and Arizona. Still, even the bluest of southwestern states is better than the Democrat-controlled eastern states, or God forbid, California, or <laughs> let's be real, or Canada. <laughs> Canada yeah. 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 Uh, 
On his plan to carry in New Mexico, having a Texas license might work if New New Mexico accepts out-of-state licenses. A lot of places only have reciprocity with resident permits. Still, he can always open carry and can have a gun in his vehicle without any kind of permit at all. So while that's only part of the plan, he still has options. If he does carry, I would strongly suggest reading The Law of Self-Defense by Andrew Branca. Branca? Am I reading that correctly? I think it's, yeah, Andrew Branca. Branca. Oh, there we go. It's probably the single most comprehensive book on U.S. self-defense law that you can find. As much as I, had, as I enjoyed attending MAG-40 in Utah with Trevor, uh, Bronca's book was probably the best resources for people carrying a weapon for self-defense here in the U.S. Uh, for a carry pistol, you might find the P365 macro a little chunky. It's nice and slim, but still the size of a Glock 19 overall. Mm. I carry a regular P365 every day in an outside-the-waistband holster covered by a T-shirt. It's so compact, you barely know it's there. The P365 XL is also a good middle ground between the regular P365 and the macro. If you're carrying inside the waistband, the grip size will make a huge difference in comfort and how much your gun prints. Given the balmy temperatures in the area you're moving to, I doubt you'll have much of an option for a cover garment. That means an IWB or easily concealable uh, OWB setup will probably be your go-to most of the time. And a more compact gun helps with that a lot. By the way, we're in a golden age for carry firearms. The P365 started off the last wave, but guns like the Hellcat and Hellcat Pro are good options as well. In fact, I like the sights and the trigger on the Hellcat Pro to the point I'm about to sell off my P365 XL and use that as my mid-sized 15-round pistol instead. These days, everyone from Mossberg to Stoger to Taurus to Ruger are making very small 10 rounds or more carry guns. I would definitely shop around and try a a bunch of different ones before you settle on one. Although, this is America. Buy two or three if you want to. (laughs) Uh. Kyle mentioned that he wanted to buy an AK when he got here, but unfortunately, all of the imported ones have gotten very expensive. The 199 uh, Wasser 10s we used to see at gun shows 10 years ago are now selling for well over $1,000. The $300 Segas and Vepers are going for $1,500 or more. Uh, Right now, uh, US-made AKs, like the ones made by Palmetto State Armory, are probably the best deal out there since they usually run under $1,000. The quality uh, on them is right up there with the imports now as well, although that wasn't always the case. So beware of buying older U.S.-made uh, guns. I've heard that mm. as well. On a separate note, I will say that the public ranges I've uh, been to in New Mexico are very nice, but you also have the option of shooting on BLM land as well. I think you call it crown land in Canada. The Southwest has huge areas of federally owned land that you can shoot on. Just be careful when you're out in the desert like that. There can be lots of shady types that close to the border. <laughs> Definitely a good place to carry uh, since to open carry since guns are a tempting robbery target. Uh, definitely a good place to open carry since guns are a tempting robbery target. I'm not sure what Spencer means by that. Would you want a concealed carry? I would think, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I honestly can't think of two more opposite extremes than moving to the American Southwest after living in Northwest Canada, but I'm sure it'll be something to tell the grandkids uh, about at the very least. Best of luck with the move and stay away from the cactus. Spencer. <laughs> he said, PS, are you ever going to have the founder of Utreon or ultra? No, Utreon uh, on as a guest. His platform will be a perfect fit for your show. And I believe he's Canadian. 
I didn't know he was Canadian. Hmm. I, keep, I, I think Spencer's mentioned that before, and we just didn't ask him, so I'll have to put a note in at the top to ask him. So, very, I read this email before. Thank you, Spencer. There's a lot of information packed in there. Um, I did check after he was talking about the uh, carry permits. I did check into it a little bit further and it wasn't necessarily the uh, hiccup that he was mentioning, but uh, as a resident of New Mexico, I would need a New Mexico carry permit. So, yeah. We'll can see how get, that pans out. Can you get well, a New Mexico carry permit? What I was reading was that, and I'll find out more when I, I'm down there, but I was reading nothing hard press, just some comments or editorials that New Mexico requires you to be a permanent resident or citizen. And with the visa I'd be initially going down under is a non-immigrant worker. So non, non-immigrant alien. So that's not permanent resident. I'd just be a temporary resident. Hmm. All right. And I did order that book. It should be here on Saturday. All right. So, uh, we're doing, you're doing your studying. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, like I said, I read the email and but yeah, you know, it's, Find some some other books off Amazon, so I threw that in the cart and got that on its way as well. Nice. And yeah, the rest of that will stay there as more info and stuff to figure out when I go down there. So thanks again for the plethora of information, Spencer. <laughs> Very cool. All right, uh, let's get on to what people bought on our Cabela's link, which uh, it was the Christmas break. There was a bunch of sales and a bunch of people bought a bunch of stuff off of there. Uh, person one bought some Tannerite, Winchester 150 round range pack, a Lyman ammo checker, Hodgson powder, and Lee quick trim die. Sounds like they're, uh, nice. make some ammo. I make uh, some bangs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Next person bought some Gecko centerfire rifle ammo. That stuff was on sale for, I think, Boxing Day. They had a pretty good sale on it. I believe their 223 was on sale. Didn't say which kind of they bought, but, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to make a wild guess. Next person bought a couple t-shirts, a 511 t-shirt and the Cabela's Good Smoke uh, t-shirt. Hmm. Uh, someone bought a bib, a very nice bib, like hunting bib, pull up, oh, yeah. waterproof, duck hunting, that kind of thing. Nice. And then someone got one of the Savage 64 extended mags that gets you out to like 10, 20 rounds in those Savage 64s or the Cooies or the Lakefields. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, good stuff. Lots of people buying buying stuff over the Christmas holidays. Cabela's is still running a couple of sales right now. So if you're going to buy something from them anyways, go over to slamfireradio.com. Use that link on the side. Click through there and then do your buy. And then we'll get a little bit of, I don't know, Cabela's will throw some pennies our way. Uh, 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 head on over to Kyle. Did you want to cover these YouTube comments? Sure. So first up, we have uh, Tony. He made a few comments on on our last episode, 487. It says, congrats to Kyle. Maybe we'll see some more U.S. perspectives on the podcast. New Mexico does allow concealed carry unloaded without a permit. So I guess worst case, you can carry unloaded with magazine in a different pocket. He goes on to say, uh, Project Frozen Seed for Alberta. He would attend minus 30 or bust. Oh, I'll instruct it. I'll instruct it. But the participants will have 
the worst day ever. Oh, <laughs> yeah. freeze. My hands will be in my pockets with one of the, some of those warm pop pockets. Or you guys will have to be sitting on the mats for like five, ten minutes and like uh, just freeze yeah. your ass off. Yeah. Heated mats. Yeah, I don't know about that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he goes on uh, for the twelve-inch Bronco. If you want practical, maybe get the longer barrel. The Midwest industry blast cap should be good, but we know. If it is for the memes and the fireball. Muzzle break, of course. Wow, that's that 308. 12-inch <laughs> barrel 308 with a break yeah. on it. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Grand Passage commented on the Grissan testing re- review. Most manufacturers recommend firing about 50 high brass loads to break it in. Yeah. Yet that's not yeah. in the Grissan manual. <laughs> yeah. Still not a bad idea, but yeah, yeah, been over that a few times now. Uh, well, and, and mine, like just over the last weekend here, I it was running the one ounce loads, so yeah. it, it did need a couple of rounds through it. Now yeah. it runs the one ounce stuff just fine. I usually Perfect. use ounce and eighth, anyways, but yeah, it's yeah. running it. Perfect. Then uh, Gary throws us back to the Phoenix Redback nine mil initial thoughts. He says uh, very reliable and insanely accurate with fiber optic. Love the heft. <laughs> yeah, heavy guns so. are nice. Heavy guns are nice to yep. shoot. Cool. All right. Yeah. So we've got like clips and stuff on YouTube. So if you want to check that out, go over to YouTube and follow us there. We've got some like shorter clips too from some of our past episodes. So if we do like a gun review and I remember, sometimes I clip it out and upload that separately. So head on over there. Uh, we have a Facebook review. Neat. Yeah. Want me to do that one? Yeah. 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 Go ahead, Mo. Okay. From Samuel. Awesome group of people sharing the truth and important information on farms and farm farm law. I am a new shooter and a father and hope podcasts and radio channels like this will have a bigger impact on today's politics. Okay. Thank you. I think so. I don't know if you guys have tried listening to the radio recently, but it's uh, <laughs> no. painful. I'd rather buy much rather, much rather listen to a podcast. They're more topical. Yeah. There's less ads and uh, <laughs> yeah. better content. I don't know. I can only listen to yeah. like, in my area, there's like global for news, which if you want to listen to like 10 minutes of news uh, on repeat, I guess it's okay. And then there's CBC, which uh, can be uh, extremely hit or miss. Uh, and CBC. I, can, I can only usually go about 10, 15 minutes before it gets too, <laughs> too misty for me. But uh, we had Richard like to, Lee add to mm-hmm. add a comment here. He say managed his 2022 podcast goal. Took 14 months, but listened to all the back episodes of Slamfire Radio from number one and caught up three episodes ago. Wow. It was interesting hearing the show develop and host change. Hearing some wishes, future predictions, and purchase decisions age like sour milk, like buying a new AR a week before, before the ban. Ouch. We're frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 We're closing in on 500 episodes here, so this show's been around yeah. for a while. That's a lot of hours of listening. Yeah. Of 500 episodes, let's say like an hour and a half, say like two hours each episode. Yeah, it's like a thousand hours. It's a while. It's a while. If you'd like to, uh, you know, reach out to us, uh, go review us on Facebook, or if you'd like to send us an email, send it to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Patreon supporters. Oh, there was a new one there. I've got your patch right here. I'm going to go find an envelope upstairs and stick it in the mail for you. So if that's you, if you emailed the show over the break here, I uh, I read your email. Yeah, it was Travis. 
Travis. Yeah, Travis. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a patch. Uh, 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 uh. Let's see. Shout outs. And you guys have any shout outs? I do. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, mine is to Matt from Wonfat. Uh, I reached out to him with some questions and stuff, and he was like super accommodating. He's a really great guy. And uh, his material, like his YouTube stuff, is excellent. So anyone mm-hmm. who's interested in getting into this stuff, uh, definitely check him out. You'll learn a lot. Cool. Uh, a couple one gun related, one not. I'd like to actually shout out Ian Runkle. He got nominated for a couple of awards at the upcoming Gundies. Ah. So, so yeah, I think one was uh, top performer most uh, increased, uh, I guess, uh, content creator. Yeah, he's there. So, he, yeah. like, really broke through this year. Yeah, yeah breakout content re- creator or something like that. So The Gundies. Yeah. Yeah, basically, like, gun tube awards, basically. Yeah, I've heard of them. <laughs> Do they have a podcast uh, category? I don't know. I, I don't know. Hmm. Um, we have five on our episode. Yeah. It's probably more than any other gun show. Yeah. It's like 10 years. Yeah. And my other ones for Team Canada in the gold medal game, they know they've, they've actually done a pretty good job. They started off rough, but, you know, it's hoping that they can get it done in the next, you know, 23, 24 minutes of play. <laughs> awesome. Ah, uh, finally. Oh, I had something I was supposed to talk about at the start. I'm going to talk oh. about it now because I just remembered. What's that? Uh, she Shoots Season 2 is announced. Uh, they have their next episode is going to be Tuesday, January the 10th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's 6 p.m. Cowboy Time. Uh, this is going to be Episode 13, Women Who Protect and Serve. They're going to have... Uh, CST. I'm not in the military, so I don't know what that means. I think that's constable. Um, sure. Yeah, let's go to constable. Uh, (laughs) Officer uh, Cassandra uh, Cavalier will be on to discuss women becoming Leos, which I assume is some astrology thing, right? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) Astrology. Um, (laughs) Or maybe law enforcement. I don't know. We'll we'll find out. Uh, But go check that out on the 10th, which is just in five days here. Uh, finally, check us out on Gun Owners of Canada. Like us on Facebook. Give us a review over there. Join the CCFR, and uh, we will see you next week. See you next week. Good night, Kelly. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.